to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 232 of the Chris and Sam podcast, or as we like to call it this week, Chris is finally leaving his job. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, Chris. So, <laughs> excitement all around. Oh, God. I, I, I'm so stressed. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's just so... Hang on. You've got like one... We're recording this on Thursday. He finishes tomorrow, and you're so stressed. I, there's so many things I'm supposed to get done, and it's it's you, been like that all week. You can stay there till tomorrow until midnight. That's still your last day. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely certain. Uh, yeah, no, oh, so I get morning tea. We get a bit of a morning tea thing. Not not just because it's my leaving. Actually, it's Ben's last day as well tomorrow. Um, and um, and I'm, but we are going, I'm going out for drinks afterwards at the lookout. So that should be cool. It's so, a lookout. Lookout lookout bar. That's the one that used to be... Uh, it's the one on the hill up above. Around the corner, Cock and Bull. Cock and Bull, yeah. yeah. it used to be Punnett or whatever. Uh, no, was it Punnett? It burnt it down anyway. Something like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went there for a work thing once. Yeah, I've been there a few times because um, customers of ours. Very cool. good. I'm sure uh, there'll be some sort of drunken, hilarious... Slash, de- slash depressing story. <laughs> That's how it Talking goes. about depressing story. Yes. <laughs> I, this is the last time I'll get, get to wear these tracksuit pants. Yeah, I I was thinking of starting off with that, but the more I thought about it, the worse it sounded. But uh, Chris has a pair of tracksuit pants he's had since he was married. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I Yeah, no, the last time I would have worn them was probably around 1997, 1998. So I don't know. Should we be worried that he remembers these sort of things? Yeah, I, I chucked them on and went, oh. But the hey, elastics. The elastics have gone around the top. Amazing. They just fall off now. So, yeah, I guess I'll chuck them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. That's amazing. Uh, there's this app that I was going to talk about last week, and I can't open the thing. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, it's called Drop It. And I had a quick look at it, and it looks stupid and uh, a bit scammy, to be honest. But um, it's a uh, drop auction, so it's like a reverse auction, you know. Um, Is that where you... Oh, how do they, Like the Dutch auction thing. It counts down, and if you're the yeah. first person to bid, you get it at that price sort of thing. I think that's how it works. But um, So it's a Tauranga software company have made it. Uh, and the Netflix former marketing director, Joel Meyer, or Mia, he's joined the board of this company. And he goes, yep, it could be worth $1 billion in three years' time. Um, um, okay. I wonder how many, t- how many companies joined the- <laughs> says that. <laughs> yeah. So he- Dropit provides an app that helped companies run 83,000 so-called dropped auctions or reverse auctions to sell their products online in the year to March. Which is interesting. Uh, they got 24 staff and they had 8,000% revenue growth. And they're expected to run 600,000 auctions because it's growing in America. Right. Which makes a lot more sense because when you go on the New Zealand one, there's a Noel Leeming voucher for 50 bucks and a voucher for something else. And that's it. <laughs> We should we should uh, we should auction off a Chris and Sam mug or t-shirt or something. We should. 
so they uh, the company's valued at twenty eight point five million. They raised three million, um, and he said that they'd be raising ten million dollars US at a higher valuation in the in, end of the year. So seems to be going okay. So investing, if you had the money, would you invest in that? No, no, I just no. Seems like it's something that's too easy to just copy. I just don't really, unless there's nothing else out there in the American market, it just yeah, doesn't. Yeah, but somebody else will just go, oh, it's taking off. Let's make that. And we'll get a better name than drop it. Possibly. Or they'll just well, add, it, or they'll add it onto an existing thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Facebook will, will launch its uh, Drop It app uh, any minute now. It's bound to be. They'll be lurking <laughs> in the corner. Zuckerberg, the robot. I sent something that I need to create. I need to zuck this. <laughs> I'm going to zuck it good. <laughs> nice. You have got some stuff here. You didn't think you put something down, but you did. Oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, you did. So oh, maybe you can explain what these things are, or I can just wing it. Oh, yeah, no, no, I can explain this. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so in the States. Yes. <sighs> They've got the different presidents on the different um, uh, dollar bills, right? The denominations. Yes. And they they had decided to drop – and the the reason I'm sighing is I'm trying to remember the the president's name. Uh, Andrew Jackson. That's the one. Andrew Jackson is the face of the presidents on the $20 bill. He's on the 20s. But he is the guy that's responsible for the Trail of Tears. Yes. So the Trail of Tears, for those that don't know, and I don't know it in depth or anything, but basically got a whole lot of the um, indigenous American people, the Native Americans, and forced them, forced march them uh, over, you know, across the country to put them in these, um, what do they call them? Reservations. Yeah, reservations. And thousands and thousands died along the way and all this. Trail of Tears, it was called. And so not, not you know, the finest... Uh, um, American president, no. uh, let's say. Anyway, so they're going to drop him and they're going to put Harriet Tubman in. Now, we know Harriet Tubman was the black woman that uh, became famous for helping people in the Underground Railway, Yep, getting slaves out of the South. So first of all, not only is it going to be the first black person on a dollar bill, the first black woman on a dollar bill, I think it's even the first woman on a dollar bill. So, you know, on any sort of dollar bill. So all big stuff. Great. Cool. This is brilliant. And then um, somehow uh, Mr. Mnuchin, the treasurer, who's a big pal of um, Donald Trump, says, ah, we're not going to do that right now. We're not going to bother it. And um, there are a load of people that are really upset about this. Um, and one guy, they interviewed this guy. He's an inventor. Um, but he he did make a really cool point. He said, money is the most ubiquitous piece of paper or ubiquitous thing that shows our values to people. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's pretty cool. That That's true, right? Yeah. It's the thing you see the most of, particularly in the States where they don't use FPOS as much as we do. No. But anyway, so he, he's invented the stamp. So it's literally a stamp. He, he's oh, 3D printed. Stamp. Yeah, a, a stamp. As opposed to a postage stamp, it's uh, like a rubber stamp. A rubber stamp. He's actually 3D printed it with the rubber um, that faces on it, sticks onto it, and he's been selling them. He's been selling a lot of them. 
and it's got a little notch on the side, and when you, which there's a little circle on the bill to the left of the face, okay. and you line the notch up with that, and you stamp it, and it stamps Harriet Tubman's face over Andrew Jackson's face. Okay, and it actually looks pretty good. And the the interview is like. Is this legal? Yeah, and he uh, said there are seven things that you can't do, or whatever it was, seven things you can't do with money and can't burn it. You cannot um, deface it. You can't put advertising on it. Um, but you you can do the stamp. The stamp is legal. Oh. And she's like, dude. And so this was on national news. Yeah. Um, so I would imagine there's a crap load of people buying that. I just thought it was a brilliant idea. Like the best protest, right? Yeah, and, and he's probably making a bunch of money out of it too. <laughs> Bound to be, yeah, good I on really him. Cool, Harriet Tubman stamp was goats something I did or you did something you did, Chris. I don't know what it's about. Oh yeah, it's random. It's just a random fact I came across. It. Of course, of course, you did. <laughs> so, Aaron went to a goat farm, a goat dairy farm, to see what goat dairy farms like because his family's dairy farmers. So, they went is this to-, to do with work or something outside no, work? Just. Because his dad's an ex-dairy farmer. So he went to this thing. But what got me? And I was just like, wait, what? No, what? Repeat that. He goes, oh, yeah, for, for in the first season that goats are... Breeding. Eight, breeding, of breeding age, they get twins. The second season, they have one. Every time. And the third season, they have triplets. What, like all Every the time? Every time. They only have two teats, though, so the triplets things can be a problem. Well, actually, they don't because, well, they only have two teats. It's not really a problem for when they're bred because they ha- take them away from the mothers and hand feed them anyway because they're after the goat's yeah, milk. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh. So first season, like 99% of the time, it's twins the first season, one the second season, and triplets the third season. I said, what happens after that? And he goes... I don't know. I was like, ah, I need to know now. But, um, yeah, so if anyone wants to find out, yeah. let me know. That's just weird, right? One of the guys I used to work with, his uh, wife's family, have got two massive goat farms, randomly. All right. Maybe he should. He would know, sorry. Talking about farms, uh, Brink's chicken meat farm is to be constructed in the Waikato. So uh, it's their new free-range boiler chicken farm, whatever that means. And they've said that they're allowed it, and they're going to build 10 poultry sheds, and each one will hold 36,000 birds. Uh, this is up near Maramarua. Uh, the sheds cover 23,000 square metres. Each shed will have 16 metres of a free-range outdoor area. Um, and that's all good, and they're meeting all the animal welfare codes and all this sort of stuff. Which is all new, the new codes. Yep. So here's some facts. I just thought it was a bit interesting. The birds are delivered to the sheds at one day old. They're kept inside for the first 14 days. Then they're removed from the shed for harvesting on day 32, 37, and 42. Then they have to keep the sheds empty for seven days because they've all got to be completely cleaned before the next batch of chicks. Uh, and the growth and clean-out cycle takes six to eight weeks. So obviously they rotate their sheds all over the place. And all the spent litter has to be tracked off to be used as organic fertilizer. Oh, no, here we go. There's one manager and three others, and that's it. Wow. So that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know if you – I don't know if I told you this or mentioned this. Um, I had a customer get a hold of me saying, oh, we need to get this particular brand of shampoo and conditioner. Are you going to miss that? Just people, it, yeah, people wanting special stuff? Yeah, oh, no, not at all. 
But I'm like, oh, yeah, um, head and shoulders. Well, we've got this other brand. No, 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 no. It's got to be this particular you know, flavor or, you know, this, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, version. I was like, oh, okay. what? But we've got this, plenty of this other stuff. It's not far off. No, the chickens won't like it. The chickens won't like it what? if they have a different smell. Because they're chicken farms, and they've oh. got to smell exactly the same. Really? So all the staff have to use the same shampoo, and it has to be this particular I shampoo. I wouldn't have thought chicken. I know. I was like, what? I got it. Lots of chicken facts. So this is Animal Husbandry Day at uh, the Chris and Sam podcast. That's right. Elon Musk has been called a scam artist this week. Uh, okay. And, is he? Or is and it? I did not link to the story. But I that's right. That. <laughs> I, what's going I, on? Well, so his... Uh, what's the thing he's going to do with the tunnels underground? Yeah. Um, what's it called? Um, Hyperlink? Hyper... Hyperloop. Hang on. I'll find the story. There's Hyperloop and there's the whole Boring Company. Yes, the Boring Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it was, yeah, the Boring Company was creating it for either the Hyperloop or his new uh, motorized, robotic motorized, whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. I'll get the actual story because there's some good things in here. You've got Damn. Something there. You've got something I've got, this, I've got the thing about Austrian resignations, but I don't really talk about that. Was it Austrian or Australian? Austrian. Ah. So in Austria, uh, there was <laughs> huge. We talked, I'm sure we talked about that Australian guy that got pegged, uh, caught by uh, a lot of, uh, what do you call it, undercover camera work. When he went to the States and he was pitching to the States to give them loads of money so they could win the election, and it was all corruption. And, and he got into a little bit of hot water when he got back, right? Okay. So vaguely, the same, yep. vaguely same sort of thing happened in Austria uh, a couple of we- a, a weekend ago or whatever. The guy went to the beach in Ibiza, and this woman was posing as a uh, Russian oligarch's daughter who had like ridiculous amounts of money, and he was saying, "Buy this newspaper, front it, um, get all this, um, you know." promote us so we win the election yeah and what we'll do is you can create a new uh country a company sorry a construction company your dad can create a new construction company and all the government contracts will just push his way and he'll make a billion dollars out of it and this is a seven hour video of them talking and it got released nobody knows who released that or why where it came from who, who did the whole sting um and Half of the government ministers resigned over it Whoa. because they're all that um, party. Yeah, and so we've just gone through the European elections, and the guy won the elections, and the government's basically said we have no vote of no confidence, and so they pulled the rug out from under him again. Yeah, and so because that's the European elections, not the country elections, if you know what I mean. Oh, right. And I don't really know how that fits together quite, but yeah. anyway. Um, so anyway, they pulled the plug on him, and like they're going to have to have like a snap election or something um, because all these people are out because of this rampant corruption. Crazy. We need. But to- that's Austria. You know, you you go if that was, and no offense, but if that was Nigeria, you'd go meh. <laughs> Sorry, Nigeria. I'm not picking on you, that's but right. you know what I mean. Um, Austria. You'd, you'd expect them to be sort of like full on didactic no this is this must be the way this must be the way no no have you been keeping up with the crazy politics over the last three days here in new zealand no i've missed so the budget got released today 
Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. Is that good? And what was the reaction? Uh, depends who you listen to. Anyway, that doesn't Pretty matter. Typical. But yep. uh, three days ago, I think it was three days ago, Simon Bridges goes, I've got a leaked copy of the budget and Labour is basically full of shit. They're giving all this money to uh, keep Winston Peters and New Zealand first happy is what he says. And he says, we've got the proof and I'm not going to tell you how I got the proof, but this is how much money they're going to give to... Uh, forestry and uh, military spending or something like that. Okay. You know. So interject here. Yes. We've talked about Simon Bridges before and we, or at least I, think he's a dick. So anyway, Karen. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, they're like, no, 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 no. How did you get it? You must have hacked our systems. Like, how did you, you know, rah, rah, rah. So Labor's like on the back, you know, defensive going, rah, rah, rah. Uh, they said yesterday we've put this over to the police and our website had about 2,000 hits with hackers uh, trying to get this information out there. And Simon Bridge is like, nah, got it legally. Uh, and then he said, we'll wait and see. So then today they said um, that, so. Somebody uh, leaked it? No. They, their website was stuffed up. So Simon Bridges or one of his staffers just went on their budget website and just typed in 2019 budget and it was just there and he just downloaded it. (laughs) Uh, Cyber security in New Zealand. Here we go. Yeah, so the cyber security people here in New Zealand uh, said uh, nothing illegal happened. It's just stupid. Um, And the police won't be pressing charges. So anyway, he apparently showed them how he did it on a press conference and he's been um, slamming what's in the budget and how it's not going to actually uh, help out middle New Zealand. But he does agree with the uh, big chunk of money that's going towards mental health. Okay. Because Jacinda said, look, there's some things we just have to agree upon that that's good. And he was, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But I didn't realise that the budget gets announced at 2 o'clock, but all the reporters and journalists get locked into a bunker or a room at like 10 o'clock. And they get given a copy beforehand, but they're to not allowed study up any and access. All that, so that at two o'clock they can. Yeah, get yeah. Ah, of course, okay, that makes I sense. didn't realize that. That makes sense. Though. So anyway, that's what's happening in New Zealand. If you are listening to us from outside of this amazing little tiny country, or like me, it's your last week at work and you haven't thought about anything else but work all week. Yes, <laughs> that's great. So back to Elon Musk. I found the story. All right, all right. Now, obviously, the thing was called Hyperloop. Hyperloop, yeah. Yep. And um, he's just been widely mocked, revealing the final version of his much-hyped underground transportation project. So, obviously, the boring... So, so the Hyperloop... Let's just recap. Hang on. Yeah, I'm going to get there. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. Carry on. So, the boring company's been drilling holes and tunnels underneath Los Angeles since 2016, and the Hyperloop concept of pods suspended on magnets traveling hundreds of kilometers an hour through vacuum tubes... So the test tunnel didn't feature an air vacuum. It did promise to create a new kind of private, public and commercial transport system using special vehicles propelled on electric skates. That solution has now been ditched and he's just put a Tesla in a tunnel. What? Uh, And the Tesla goes up to 200 kilometers an hour and it shows a side-by-side journey of a car above ground and one below. Uh, so you, people have just been hassling him nonstop. So you turned a four-minute commute into a 90-second commute, and all you had to do was spend millions digging a tunnel directly from your house to your destination? Genius! Truly, this is a wondrous <laughs> breakthrough. Another one said... It sounds like the um, what do you call it? Oh, monorail on The Simpsons that yeah. time. <laughs> Another one said, imagine this. 
build tunnels and have a passengers ride together so one vehicle is not restricted to one person. Build stations along the way for stops. It's a wild idea, I know. Uh, and then San Francisco Bay Area Rapid Transit decided to jump in on it. And they said, we carry 28,000 people per hour through our Trans Bay tube under the bay because of the capacity of the train. Uh, that's nearly twice as much as cars over the bay. Why wouldn't you prioritize something that carries far more and safely with automatic train control over cars? Uh, yeah. And one reader said, there's a Tesla owner born every minute. I was, I was behind a Tesla on the way home the other day. I was, cause I was there's one at, around here. There's one. Oh, right. Because yeah, I, was, I, was, I was looking at it going, what is that? What sort of car is that? Because I thought it was a Maserati or something. Because I've seen the, Maserati down where I work quite there's a There's a Maserati around here as well. There's quite a yeah, few yeah. cars around here. Yeah. So I, uh, I was like, oh, Tesla. Mm, I, 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 I always I, like seeing the side of the Tesla where the door handles are all hidden. Oh, really? No, well, cause yeah, I only saw the back of it. Oh, it's really just smooth down it. the side. And when you press a the button, they come out of the body. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 that's pretty cool. I do like it. I like. I like the idea of Tesla. I if I had the money, I would be a Tesla owning uh, person as well. You know, I'd be one of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> just interestingly, talking about that, there was I was reading something about electric cars the other day, and this guy was saying the big thing that Nissan. So Nissan have the Nissan Leaf. It's like the size of yeah, my yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. Electric, really good. And the new version that's coming out is supposed to be really good as well. But the problem is, for whatever reason, they don't allow you to buy a upgradable battery pack that you can just put into an old Nissan Leaf. And that, this, this guy... This so it's a disposable car. Pretty much. Like you that can, is you, the dumbest thing No, ever. you can get... Sorry, you can get a replacement battery for the model you've got, but you can't get one that's got more range. That's the way, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. So you can't upgrade the car with just a battery. You have to upgrade the whole car. With a Tesla, apparently, you can just get a Model 3 or whatever the model is, get a different battery pack, which increases the range, and just slot it in, and the car's basically brand new because it's got new features. Mm, that makes a lot more sense, eh? Well, you'd think so. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they haven't done that. So uh, I have brought tickets today to see Disney on Ice for oh, that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Going to wear my best tutu I've and never fairy seen, wings. I've never seen any of these Disney on Ice, like the, anything on Ice, any of those types of things. No, neither. Uh, didn't you go to, didn't you take your daughter to something like um, the Lion King or something like that? No, we've been to the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, right, right. Um, but no, I haven't been to any Ice one. Uh, and I mentioned it like because the, they announced it in March, and I sort of mentioned it to my daughter, and she just randomly told goes, "Remember you were going to look at that that you know Disney on Ice." She doesn't forget anything, but she just randomly told me yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, I better get onto that." So I've done that, Good and on you. we're off to the circus tomorrow night. Cause oh, nice! Because it's next door to my work. Oh, sweet! Uh, is same circus? No, it's different? the other one. So I think we're, <laughs> there we're, are two in New Zealand. There is. We they, have two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we probably do have two. No, we do. So um, I think the other one was Weber Brothers. Yeah, yeah. And this one's the Zerka Circus. Oh, and right. I think, okay. I think. Don't quote me. The Zerka Circus, I think, has more acrobatic stuff. And people. Mm. Uh, they have the world's worst booking system. Okay. Uh, which is just a web form, and you put in your details, and you have to say, you have to physically type the date and time that you want. There's no date or time picker. And then you hit send, and they get an email, and then they email you back and go, yeah, cool. Uh, pick up the tickets up to half an hour before the show, and uh, your booking number's 36. 
So I thought, okay. <laughs> that, that's so circus. That's so, um, what do they call the... the carny guy? folk. Carny folk. That's so, such a carny folk. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> so, but apparently because it's opening night tomorrow, I get the tickets for half price. Oh, So right. that's why I'm going tomorrow. So, mm, um, okay. I, I will be out drinking somewhere. I know. Look, yeah, of course. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, I might be taking the Lush Monster along. We'll check that out. Oh, that'd be good. Good to hear about that. Uh, we've got two weeks until field days, basically. Yes. Which yes. is exciting. Um, yes. I'm, they've got this RFID band, and I'm looking forward to seeing how that works or doesn't. Yeah, I've got to get the app. They they had an RFID band uh, oh, eight, ages and ages ago, like 10 or 15 years ago, and it was a competition, and you could you only had to go to like six or eight stands, and you had to scan in with this thing. Um, and it was real simple. Like, I think you had to fill out a... I don't even know they had iPads back then. It was like a desktop computer, I think, and you had to fill out your details, and then they'd give it to you. Yeah. And I saw all these kids doing it, and it took me ages to figure out where to get the actual tag from. Yeah, that's the thing with field days. So they, they said, yeah. So you, you see somebody with a hat, and you go, where'd you get that? Oh, rugby balls. Yeah. Rugby balls the other year. And I'm like, where'd you get a rugby ball? I don't want a rugby yeah. ball. Where'd you get a rugby so ball? So apparently the RFID chip thing, you can have all our details. It matches up with the app. And when we go to a stall, if we want more information and give our details to the vendor, we can just swipe it there. And if there's any competitions, apparently we just swipe this thing. And also, because I've been reading the media releases they send us. The, oh, good on you. The, well, because it's quite interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in there, yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. No, no, I know. I'm just saying the, I didn't. The, commi- <laughs> the committee that's behind this, they've decided to try and group all like-minded businesses all together. So people don't have to walk miles to see comparative businesses. Yeah. So they're putting like big chunks of stuff all together, which makes sense. It does make sense. It's, it's like in town where you've got all the car dealers in the same sort of area and all the car dealers do better from that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, no no doubt you'll hear more about that in the coming weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that should be good. Whoever you are listening to this. <laughs> because we have We've been, almost cracked 800 downloads this month. Which is a lot for us. Like it's, a lot. it's huge, huge uplift from our previous high of 640 or something was it yeah yeah it just keeps going up i think it's probably just robots maybe it's hard to tell if you're a robot say hi send (laughs) send me an email yes zuck we're talking to you (laughs) maybe anyway make sure to check us out at the christensampodcast.com where you can find out what we've been up to but check out all the archives that's the yeah, yeah, there's some great, there's some gold in there. There's some gold in them, their archives. Um, were you going to talk about this source of signals? Oh, yeah, I knew Because I don't know what that is, but it's in- intriguing. Really? So, uh, talking about our website, we have all the show notes and links that we talk about, and this is one of the ones that you may want to go read more in depth, because I'm going to butcher the crap out of the story. Because <laughs> that's, that's unusual. If you haven't listened to this before, that's unusual, because that's usually my job. The reason I'm going to butcher it is it's very scientific, and I was half asleep uh, trying to read this, but I did put it down. So basically what's happened is for 17 years, there's a group of scientists that have been uh, listening for sounds out in space. Oh, is that the SETI project? Uh, I don't know. Don't quote me. Read the story. But um, they are utilizing uh, one of the radio telescopes in Australia. And uh, they've been hearing this blip for a while. And the media have always been saying it's UFOs and aliens and stuff. So what happened was this woman 
uh, scientist on Reddit, I think it was, she actually jumped in and says, I work on that project. This is what actually happened. And she wrote this article because she had to explain it all. There's been another blip that they've been hearing. And for the life of them, they haven't been able to figure out where it's been coming from. Right. And they know that the certain frequencies that they're looking for in the sky and they know what certain frequency this thing is and they know what frequencies consumer electronics create. So in these places, there's a gift shop and a office thing and they've got to make sure no one's got their phones and all that sort of stuff going on. So they're looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. They work out the signal. Finally, I think it's taken them like 17 years. They work out it's coming from a microwave. Right. <laughs> but they can't. She said that it took them a while. They can't recreate it. Like, they're stopping and staying in this microwave. And they're like, it's not doing it. Um, we want it to do it. And then we can rule out that signal. And uh, eventually they worked out that it's when it's going. And then you just open the door. <laughs> that creates the signal that this telescope's been listening uh, in the background. Apparently, it's not the main signal. But it's this thing that's been blipping up. And apparently, it sounds like it's been driving them a bit crazy. <laughs> So good to know. <laughs> so next time you've got something cooking in the microwave and you're like, oh, I wonder if that's ready yet. And you open the door. Yeah. Think of the poor people in city. <laughs> anyway, uh, make sure to check out the, the show notes for that one. That's a very uh, interesting, detailed post. And uh, I've done it a little bit of justice. But yeah. that was the gist of it. Cool. All right. So uh, check us out on Instagram. Hello uh, to all the people out there. Uh, I like the Americans. It's you. Okay. Don't look at me. That's my boss. I'm yeah, gonna, answer it. Okay, it. that's us for this week. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.